0: Good Sunday morning, Iowa. It's Dr. Rick Godding. Thank you for spending some time with me here today. So state fair is over. It was, it was a nice state fair, I thought. We had one of those uh, Iowa Twinkies, and then the next night there was a birthday party for a friend of ours, and I made a bunch of them, and they were a big hit. Not the healthiest snack, but uh, but they did taste good. And if you weren't at the fair, it was a jalapeno pepper stuffed with pulled pork, sour cream, corn, ranch spice, wrapped in bacon, and smothered with barbecue sauce and baked. It was pretty tasty. But yeah, kids love the fair. They went. My you know my oldest worked. My youngest went and spent all her money. <laughs> so. I wanted to answer a question that for some reason, and I, I guess I can get into it, why I think the reason is, some reason has come through the office in the last couple of weeks is multiple patients have asked if I'm leaving Carol. And the short answer is no. And I think the long answer will explain both why people are asking and, and why the answer is no. So... A couple, well, so three years ago when I moved out to Carroll, when the family and I moved out here, we bought a house and put the kids in school and started on our journey of living in Carroll. And a couple years after that, right before school started last year, uh, my wife and I sat down and and uh, decided that, that it was the best decision for her and the kids to go back to Des Moines. Uh, no trouble in the marriage. We just thought it was best for the kids. So I spoke with the CEO and I said, you know, if I can do four days a week, I can make this work. So I come Monday morning or Sunday night, depending on how I'm feeling, (laughs) if I feel like getting up at the crack of dawn or not, or so come Monday night or Sunday night or Monday morning and leave Thursday night is what I've been doing the last year. Now, of course, now on opposite Fridays, I'm in Audubon and at Audubon County. And the reason for that, so let me just... Let me explain how I got to Carol and how that kind of plays into the story. And I guess I could go all the way back to Hawaii. So when I finished my fellowship training and did my fellowship training in shoulder knee surgery in Australia, and while I was down there, I took a job in Kauai, which is the westernmost Hawaiian island. uh, It goes Kauai, Oahu, and then Maui, and then the big island or the island of Hawaii. By the way, say a prayer for Maui because they're still missing like 800 people. doesn't mean 800 more people are dead because things get chaotic, you know. People can be a lot of places. Maybe their cell phone got burned up. We just pray that the percentage of those people is very low that are actually dead. So say a little prayer for them. That's been a tragedy. So anyway, so I was in Kauai for 10 years. I took this job in Kauai. I wanted to be in Hawaii because I did my general surgery internship out there, which is the one year you do before your residency in orthopedics. Did my residency in New York City at New York Med and then did my internship at University of Hawaii. I'm sorry, did my internship at University of Hawaii and then did my residency at New York Med Medical College and then did my fellowships in Australia. And while I was down in Australia, I saw that they were looking for somebody on Kauai and I went there and I spent 10 years. And it got to a point there that it was real obvious that that hospital was getting in very big trouble financially, and um, they were barely hanging in there, and there were not very many primary care docs, and my practice was really slowing down. My kids were three and five, and I said, well, i got to get out of here. Incidentally, they have not hired another orthopedic surgeon since I left 10 years ago, and they just kind of keep on sort of bouncing along the bottom. So I decided I wanted to come to the Midwest because I grew up in Oklahoma and Illinois, and uh, um, I thought there was a lot of opportunity here for orthopedics. So I went to Champaign Urbana, where the University of Illinois is, and I was uh, I really wanted to get involved in some lab work, and and I I was uh, cl- chief clinical coordinator for the tissue biomechanics lab in the uh, College of Mechanical Engineering, and we published some research and I put together some models of uh, shoulder injuries and things like that. But there were some issues with the way the practice was run, let's just say, um, and and there were issues with my perception of the mission of the practice, and just be as general as I can, and so I decided to leave there, and so I called up a recruiter, and I said, well, I want to stay in the Midwest, you know, where can I go? And they said, well, there's a small hospital south of Des Moines recruiting, and they want you to live in Des Moines and have an office there, and come down there and have an office in, it was uh, Wayne County. And so they wanted to. It was basically live in Des Moines, do some clinic in Des Moines, do some clinic in in uh, um, Corden, and operate all my surgeries in Corden. I said, okay, well that sounds good. I went down. I like the CEO. He's a good guy. I like the hospital. Very well run. Nice people. Quality doctors. Quality nurses. So I went down there, and I was going there, and I w- it was four years into. My time down there when COVID hit and the employment status of the specialist down there was changing to a model that was going to be really different and was much more responsive to the amount of work you do rather than a straight salary, which was fine with me until COVID hit. And after about two months into COVID, and I had not operated for two months, and with this employment model changing, and I didn't know at that time, well, what was going to happen, and were people still going to be willing to come from Des Moines to um, a small rural hospital like that in the COVID era? I just, there was a lot of uncertainty. I was very scared, and then I got the call from actually Capital Orthopedics, because they were organized to work out here and they were looking for somebody to come out in Carroll. So I came out to Carroll. I worked for Capital for a couple years and it it turned out that it was a better situation for me to work directly for the hospital. So a year ago, well a little bit more than a year ago, I started working directly for the hospital. That was the same time in that area, a couple months around that time, that my wife you know, kind of came to me and said, "I think that the girls were thriving better in Des Moines, and uh, I think we should take them back there, for just a variety of reasons." And we sat down, and talked about it as a family, and we voted on it as a family, <laughs> and it was a unanimous vote that the that the girls and my wife would go back to Des Moines. So, that's what's been going on the last year, and I understand how people can take that to th- mean, well. You know, he's not going to be here because you know his family's not here. Let me tell you what the plan is going forward. So I'm 53 and uh, I've been working full time as an orthopedic surgeon. Most of the time in my career, I've been the only orthopedic surgeon at the hospital that I've been working at. There's been a couple years, you know, Corden, there was one other surgeon down there, but I never really saw him much because we were there on different days. But the rest of the time, and in Champaign-Urbana, I was in a big hospital and there were a bunch of surgeons, but there was only me at the group. And then there was me and one other guy right before I left, even though it was a big group. So I've had a long, long history of working in rural hospitals and being the only one there and trying to really give you know, care that was exciting and Top of the line, I was the first surgeon in the state of Hawaii doing computer navigated knees back when that was state of the art 20 years ago. There weren't a lot in America doing it, but I learned it in my fellowship and I told the hospital, hey, if you buy this machine, I can tell you I'll do a lot more knees than if you don't because people will want it. And that worked. And I did a lot of knees. So when I came here to Carol, I said, listen, uh, there's this Mako robot and it is state of the art and I'll do a lot more knees here and have higher quality outcomes if you buy this machine. So they bought the machine. So, you know, it was very expensive. It was well over a million dollars. I think it was around a million and a half or more. Now, when it was time for my kids and my wife to go back to Des Moines, so then I have a question. Well, you know, you're 53, there's a lot of part-time work out there? And there's a lot of opportunities. Do I go back with them and just kind of get into that next phase of my career? And for a whole lot of reasons, I didn't. Number one and two. Number one reason is because St. Anthony Hospital invested a bunch of money (laughs) in a robot with the expectation that I was going to be here using it and there is no other surgeon here. And so I felt like I made a real commitment. I also felt like I did not want to leave. When I left Wayne County there was I just couldn't see a, a future there. But they even though they they had another visiting surgeon there so they did have orthopedic services. But if I were to have left Carol, they would not have had an orthopedic surgeon. So I would have left them at St. Anthony's with a, with a very expensive robot, collecting dust, some staff that they had hired in order to serve my office, and with no orthopedic surgeon. And I just didn't think that was right. And I wanted to show my kids what it meant to follow through with a commitment, and even if it meant sacrifice, and it's been a tremendous sacrifice. You know, well last summer was pretty tough, living without my family, you know, during the week you know, long, dark summer days, sitting in a house by yourself while your family's a couple hours away. It was tough, but you know, we, we have persevered through it. And so the plan going forward is we are recruiting and for a, a, a second surgeon and that the only surgeons that we are recruiting are young. <laughs> so the idea is a young, capable surgeon comes here joins St. Anthony's, and I become sort of a mentor and support surgeon where I'm still working, but I'm probably going to work maybe three days one week and four days another week. But then when he goes out on vacation, I can work the five days so that we have good coverage. I can be around if he's going out of town. I can make sure that I'm at least in Des Moines, so if something bad happens to a patient on the weekend that we've operated on before I can come back up and take care of it. So we don't have to send that patient off into the wild blue yonder. It's going to be a much stronger team. It's going to allow me to sort of step into that next phase of my career. It's going to allow me to mentor him because again, it was going to be a young surgeon. And so, and I mean young, like we're looking at some people just right out of, you know, a year or two out of training. So, but capable, super capable, and smart. So you know, in order to make good on the commitment, I have been, you know, pretty much away from my family. And and again, that's we're making that sacrifice. My my children are aware of the reason for it. They're aware of the fact that what Carol invested in, what was specifically St. Anthony, but also the community invested in me. And so so I'm here, and I intend to be here, and I intend to. Uh, Be here, like I said, uh, probably, not probably, I intend to be here for the end of my career, which is, you know, at least five, six, seven more years. And again, uh, my role will change from being the only orthopedic surgeon here and taking care of everything to being more of a support surgeon. I'll still do total shoulders, total knees, I'll still do rotator cuffs and fractures out of the ER and all that stuff. But, uh, it'll be a different, a different look and it'll still be great for the hospital and for the community. it'll be good for the young surgeon and it'll be, I came here to build something and it will be good for me because I, you know, I had this, when I took this job, I said, I got 10 years left in my career. I really want to build something. I want to go somewhere and, here's an opportunity for me to go somewhere and leave that place a lot better off than it was when I found it. Cause when I got here, there was one surgeon here for a very long time and he was excellent. And then he started transitioning to Des Moines. And as that was going on, there were sort of some locums that came through and then there was this and that. And they, they just didn't have a consistent day to day orthopedic presence. And so the situation stabilized when I got here. And what I, my goal is that when I leave, what we have is a a young surgeon who's totally capable and in the full strides of his career. And they can, you know, recruit somebody to replace my role at that point. So, so that's the answer. And I, and, and I, I totally understand where it's like the telephone game, right? (laughs) Everybody remembers the telephone game. You say one thing to somebody and by the time it goes around the circle, it's a, different thing altogether. Oh, Dr. Godding's family moved back to Des Moines. Oh, you know, gets around the corner. Dr. Godding's leaving. I'm not, I have no intention to, I'm building here or building an orthopedic program. We have some great candidates that are considering coming and joining me and who all will be long-term players here in, in Carroll is the idea where we have time to sit back and be, Choosy and find someone that uh, we think is going to be here for a very, very long time, decades, hopefully. And uh, so that's it. It's been it's been a good time here in Carroll. We've uh, we've had some challenges with COVID. Uh, it was very challenging for the hospital, but Carroll was actually when I got here already operating when other hospitals <laughs> like like the Wayne County where I was working were not operating yet. Um. Nevertheless, it it hurt from a perspective of money for the hospital. It, it was not COVID was not a money maker. It hurt the hospital, uh, as it hurt every hospital in America. I would expect. And now, throughout the state of Iowa, uh, there's a nursing shortage, and we have a difficult time with nursing and staffing here at St. Anthony's, the same way they do at Mercy in Des Moines and Lutheran in Des Moines. You know, we tried to send a patient from Carroll who had a very significant injury the other day, tried to send him to Des Moines, and they said, well, we just don't have any beds. So we had to send her to Omaha, which is okay. Omaha's fine too, but it's just, you know, it's a little bit shocking that there were no beds in Des Moines. So yeah, so that's that's basically it. I'm, I'm here, I'm in Carroll, I'm dedicated to building something here. We have uh, two great primary care groups here. We have the McFarland group and then the St. Anthony's group. You know, we have great cardiology general surgery it's a collegial medical staff we have ENT that comes to visit ear nose and throat we have ophthalmology that comes we have a cancer center you know it's just it's an it's an exciting place to work I have the Mako robot which again there's only I think seven of them in in Iowa now and I can promise you that that there's the Mako robot and then there's every other robot and they're miles and miles and miles apart I can also promise you that any surgeon who has access to a Mako robot is using it because it is just the next step in the evolution of knee replacements. It's just, I did a knee this last week that would have been really hard. I mean, it was challenging enough with the Mako, but using the the instruments where you're just kind of lining it up by eyeball into the middle of the the shin and the and putting a rod up in the femur, it would have been I can't be 100% sure, but I am as close to 100% sure that I would have had to use what we typically use for a revision or a redo knee, I would have had to use one of those because I know that getting the ligaments all perfectly using the standard jigs and everything would have been extremely, extremely hard. But I was able to do it with the robot and use a, the same knee I put in everybody else. And the x-rays were perfect and the patient's doing great. And, you know, some of that is I've done a couple thousand knees the other of that is the Mako robot is the, is the next thing. It's, it's absolutely evolutionarily distinct from knees being done without it. And same for hips. So with that, uh, thanks for listening. I know those of you outside of Carol might not have had as much interest in it, but, uh, thanks for listening anyway. And we'll be back next week and you have a blessed week, Iowa.